us be attentive. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound came from the heavens like the rush of a mighty wind and had filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributed and resting upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one of them heard them speaking in his own language. And they were amazed and wondered saying, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pondos and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia and Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. Peace be with you, the reader. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and proclaimed, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, which those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. When they heard these words, some of the people said, This is really the prophet, Others said, this is the Christ, but some said, is the Christ to come from Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ is descended from David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then went back to the chief priests and Pharisees who said to them, 
Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees answered them, Are you led astray, you also? Have any of the authorities or of the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd who do not know the law are accursed. Nicodemus, who had gone to him before, and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search, and you will see that no prophet is to rise from Galilee. Again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Peace be to you who proclaim the gospel. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never harm me. Really? Is that true? Little Sally may bear the faded scars from her fall from her tricycle, and Billy may have still the stitches scarred on his body when he fell from the treehouse. But the put-downs and the criticisms and the harsh words and the angry expressions that they hear directed at them, they will bear in their hearts until their dying day. Words not only can harm us, but perhaps do the most harm of all. We like to say in the Orthodox Church that we are made in the image and likeness of God. Well, one of the hallmarks of that creation is the gift of language. Only human beings of all the species of the world have the ability to express themselves in language. It's a gift from God and we desecrate it over and over again. And as a result, we scar one another like little Billy or little Sally. 
gossiping words, critical words, words spoke behind others' backs, words that harm and never heal, violate God's gift to us whenever we misuse words rather than use them properly. Heed the words of our Lord himself when he said, when he called the multitudes to himself and said to them, hear and understand. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a man. Perhaps before we rush out and speak, we should heed the words of our Lord himself. And think about it. He himself is known how? As the incarnate word of God himself. The creative word of God. The word that called all of the world into being. His word is creative, it's life-giving, it's incarnate in our Lord himself. And yet we turn around and we use our words to return our world into a chaos. This seems to be one of the major difficulties of our world today, our society today, are forms of miscommunication. We have 24-7 ability to instantaneously communicate with each other, and what do we do with it? Call people names, issue labor, labels, arouse anger, call people to violence, that's what we're doing with our gift of words. And again, heed the word of the Lord. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. But an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account for it on the day of judgment. Well, we all want to be saved, right? We all want to avoid the harsh judgment of God, and we forget that one of the criteria of judgment is how we speak. And that's largely because it's out of, we, first we speak before we act. And good fruit is not going to come from evil words, harsh words, overbearing words, words of criticism, words of gossip. Think of little Billy and little Sally again. 
they hear their parents say at the dinner table to each other or about their neighbors or their community or their church or the world. That's going to shape the hearts of their children and out of, out of their hearts will come their words and out of their words will come their deeds. In the end, the Feast of Pentecost is about words. It's about the renewal of the world through words. The Spirit comes in tongues of fire. The Lord said, out of your heart will flow living water, the water of words that flow from our hearts. It's a feast of words. It's a feast of the renewal of our language itself. Peter, you never get the impression that Peter was any kind of Billy Graham. But when he spoke, what happened? He reversed the division and the chaos of the Tower of Babel, which is such a wonderful icon of our sinful use of words. What happened, the world was shattered into various forms of miscommunication. But when Peter spoke, everyone, no matter what language they spoke, understood him. really speak to each other as though we're trying to get each other to understand each other? Do we? We're called to do it by Jesus himself. Now, a lot of times, we fudge our words, but that doesn't work either because when we don't speak from the heart with love, the truth to each other, we leave the world to the extremists. And that's what we're seeing, a harsh division of the world into extremes. People who don't say but shoot. And we're fulfilling the prophecy issued by the Irish poet W.B. Yeats. The best lack all conviction, while the worst are filled with a passionate intensity. That's where we are now, because we don't heed the word of God, the gift of language given to us, renewed for us on this day itself, the day of Pentecost. But if we respond with spirit-filled words, with words of life, with words that flow from us like living water, that convict others like tongue of fire, then we too will share 
in the Word incarnate, the creative Word of Jesus Christ himself. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us always, now and ever, to the ages of ages. Please rise. Please join, please join us in the uh, churching prayers for the newborn baby, uh, servant of God, Anne, and uh, her, her parents, James and Erica Dellis. 